0: Yo, Rob Harviller from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s, only on Spotify.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
2: On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie
0: event will reign. It is our time. Time
2: They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan.
0: Bend for your king. Never.
2: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May ten. Tickets on sale now. Rated
1: PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
3: To pop culture history lesson. My name is Amelia Watemeyer, and today I'm so excited. I am joined by Alyssa Bereznek, and we are talking about Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan's legal
2: troubles circa 2007. Alyssa, are you excited? Yeah, I'm really happy that we've come together to commemorate <laughs> this moment in history, and arguably, I would say Me the too. flop eras of the most famous women in the mid and late aughts. That is, you know what?
3: You're 100% correct. Yeah. <laughs> We're we're gonna talk about it like that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about you know the context where they were at the time. Again, this is like two thousand and seven, but we'll be you know covering a little bit beforehand and then afterwards. Um, and we're specifically talking about this because Paris Hilton she asked for a pardon from then California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and then a L- Lindsay Lohan was arrested for the first time, uh, shortly thereafter. And this all happened 15 years ago. Can you believe
2: 15 years ago? Yeah. 2007. It was just a really wild year.
3: <laughs> it really was. And now, you know what? They're on to bigger and better things. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's, uh, talk a little bit about Paris Hilton.
2: So, Paris Hilton is obviously just a very privileged, famous person before 2007. <laughs> she is yeah. famously the heir to the Hilton, uh, hotel family. Yes. Um, she has a, a, they're both, she's beautiful. She's beautiful, tall, thin. Mm-hmm. I think like really fits in the, like that's the sort of beauty ideals of the aughts h- as totally. strange as they were. <laughs> um, and, uh, and she is also just like, in the mood to get famous like she really <laughs> really really wants attention and we we learn the context for like we learn like the deep trauma context for that much later on in her right. documentary that she right. replaced, released in Paris. 2020 yes. yeah 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 which is that her parents like sent her away to like a, like a terrible teen camp and they right. she was abused and, and beaten there yeah really sad um, yeah but this is like her acting out on, on that trauma, I would say. I just yes. want to preface that because like Paris no, was yeah. hurting, but also it was pretty fabulous. So in 2000, she uh, poses for this very famous uh, mm. It photographer, Dave Lachapelle in her grandparents' home, like topless, Incredible. like flipping flipping off the camera. It's so um, good. Yeah, and it's accompanied with by this uh, amazing article by Nancy Joe Sales, the icon Um, Nancy (laughs) Joe. Yeah, like the the original sort of like tabloid. Oh,
3: I mean, responsible for so many icon, like uh, the the Leonardo DiCaprio pussy posse uh, that originated with the bling ring, the bling (laughs) ring. uh, Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Myers calling. Yeah, 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 love her. Yeah,
2: and so uh, Paris was nineteen then. Nikki was sixteen, and. And then, you know, it, after that, like, life just, like, fast forwards for them. There's that 2004 sex tape, which we later learn uh was leaked without her permission and she still right. feels a lot of shame about. Um, But that definitely made her much more famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... That led to the simpler, simple life, simpler life. So, the simple life, <laughs> simple life, Yes, <laughs> yeah. That led to the simple life, uh, which was about like her and Nicole Rishi, also <laughs> so like good. a famous Hollywood child, just like going yep. and living in the sticks and like being disgusted by poor people. Which, <laughs> yeah, again, exactly just, like that would never fly today, <laughs> never. And um, uh, amid this time, her catchphrase emerges, and it's that's hot. <laughs> that's hot, which that took the world by storm.
3: Honestly, it was that's hot and you're fired. Do you remember those yeah. two catchphrases? Uh, really, really good stuff. You're right. Um, That's where she is kind of right now. And which brings us to uh, the timeline, which is it's September 27th, 2006. And Paris, she's arrested on suspicion of DUI. while on her way, in and out Burger, which I feel like is the quite a quintessential California, like, food joint, you know?
2: Yeah. The theme that you will see here is, like, as someone who grew up in the California suburbs, like, all mm. of this is just, like, so deeply suburban California <laughs> troubled teen. Like, it's... <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, my God. Um, that's so funny. So, yeah. And I remember, I think that, the, the like, the argument there was that, like, she was on her... Wit- like, Elliot Mintz, who we need to like, that's her publicist. And he steps in and he's like, she had a single margarita at a charity event. And she was actually just trying to fill her stomach with something. Like, She was was drinking on an empty stomach. Um, (laughs) And so that's how it starts.
3: (laughs) That is how it starts. Uh, You're right. And so, so she, uh, we get a, a mugshot and everything. I feel like this is kind of the beginning of those it girl mugshots that are still live on in infamy to this day that we've yeah. got the Nicole Richie one. We'll talk about Lindsay Lohan. There's a Chloe Kardashian one. There's there are a lot of good ones. Um, There's lots of memes of them. Yes, well. exactly. That is so true. There's a lot of also repurposing of them on like uh, Redbubble for like for T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and they're, they're like
2: hung up in like a lot of like L.A. restaurants for some yes! reason. <laughs> That's a good point. That's true.
3: Um, So in January of 2007, Paris plays down to reckless driving, and she is sentenced to three years probation, and she's ordered to attend alcohol education classes. She's also fined $1,500. And then, unfortunately, uh, February 27th, 2007, Paris is pulled over again for driving on a suspended license. Not good.
2: You know, and it's like the question here, which is a question that will continue through this episode, <laughs> is like, why just not have someone drive you around? You're so it's, rich. <laughs> serious. It's
3: wild. It's crazy. I don't even know. And and like you'll mention later, uh, you know, Uber wasn't invented then. But I mean, you still couldn't
2: have a, a personal drive. I just. It, yeah. There is such thing as a chauffeur, especially if you're that rich.
0: <laughs> I know. Anyway.
2: <laughs> so she's pu- she she's pulled over for driving on a suspended license. Yeah. That's February 27th, 2007. Yes. Um and then this is like this is the sort of moment that leads up to the the most amazing thing that's ever happened <laughs> in the history of pop culture in my opinion. <laughs> I take true. that back. Maybe not the most amazing thing, but just something but- that is one so of dear the best, my heart.
3: <laughs> one of the best, yeah. Um, which is she writes on her MySpace blog that her friend Joshua, who I don't, I've never heard of this Joshua person. Have you?
2: No, but you know, there's a lot of hangers on, and there's it's a lot true. of like rich people's kids who never got super famous. So it's really hard. Sometimes <laughs> it's just really hard to know like who each friend. They, I mean, they just were going in and out, in and out. You know, you're so right. Um, so
3: anyway, he has started a petition to ask then Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger to pardon Paris from jail. And this comes after, you know, she was sentenced to serve 45 days in the Century Regional Detention Facility in Linwood, which we'll hear again, uh, for driving with that suspended license after a DEWI bust.
2: Right. And the important thing to remember here is that Paris shares this petition on her MySpace. And, MySpace! Yeah, which is just a really important detail. And then while sharing it, she misspells the word sign. It's iconic. So, so like all of the, all of the like, you know, tabloids that pick it up have to like write sick next to sign when they're quoting her, which is just funny. And then I'm Sorry. just going to read to you the, please, the, the, the actual petition. Cause I, I've just, it's an it, important history document. <laughs> it's like the Magna Carta of the <laughs> thoughts. Yes. Okay. To the Honorable Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, Paris Whitney Hilton is an American celebrity and socialite. She is an heiress to a share of the Hilton Hotel fortune, as well as to the real estate fortune of her father, Richard Hilton. She provides hope for young people all over the U.S. and the world. She provides beauty and excitement to... <sighs> most of our otherwise mundane lives. I mean. (laughs) Hilton is notable for her leading roles on the Fox reality series, The Simple Life, and in the remake of the Vincent Price horror classic, House of Wax, which, by the way, I walked out of. It was so bad. Did you really? Um, (laughs) In addition to her work as an actress, she has achieved some recognition as a model celebrity spokesperson, singer, and writer. As most of America now knows, Miss Hilton was just charged in a Los Angeles court with DUI and sentenced to 45 days in century regional detention facility in california beginning on or before june 5th 2007 we the american public mm. who support paris are shocked dismayed and appalled by how paris has been the person to be used as an example that drunk driving is wrong we do not support drunk driving or dui charges paris should have been sober but she shouldn't go mm. to jail either as depicted on friday night's episode nancy grace blah 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 blah, blah. Those she's just citing a lot of like men who uh have been arrested, but never did a day day in jail after their initial arrest, making some good points. Totally. There's some talk about like Brandy's hit and run, which is a whole other Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to fast forward. Like she didn't hurt or kill anyone and she has learned her lesson. She's sincere, apologetic and full of regret for her actions. As she explained tearfully to the judge handling her case in court yesterday, blah, 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 blah. If the late former president, Gerald Ford, could find it in his heart to pardon the late former president, Richard Nixon, after his mistake. Oh my God, they are invoking (laughs) American history. I love it. Yeah. We undeniably support Paris Hilton being pardoned for her honest mistake as well. And we hope and expect the governor will understand and grant this unusual but important request in good faith to Miss Paris Whitney Hilton.
3: Listen, I'm not going to – he brought up some good points, okay? He made his argument, yeah. and he did not
2: do a bad job. Um,
0: that Definitely, is so this
3: is
2: an essay that I would write in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like it's like uh, like I've like learned all the things in the debate class, like all the transition sentences. (laughs) You
3: you've you've taken U.S. history. You you went you did AP U.S. history. You know what you can um, relate it back to. That's so. That's oh my god. Anyway, I I should say that thirty three
2: thousand nine hundred and sixty one people signed this, (laughs) which is amazing.
3: And honestly, I kind of see this as almost. I mean, again, I don't really know exactly where uh, Stan culture started, but this is almost like Stan culture, you know, people picking up on
2: this and signing it and being like, yes, she deserves not to be in jail almost, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like going to the public opinion for some sort of support and using the power that they've amassed in the media to push back. And it is like, I do think that there was just kind of like a, a target on both Paris and Lindsay's backs because sure. they were they represented something very excessive about American culture that I think yep. a lot of the rest of the country both celebrated because it was entertaining and yeah. wanted to punish them for because they were so free. <laughs> it was it's- like there was a lot of misogyny baked into it. <laughs> totally,
3: yeah. I mean, and you can. You know, there are still parallels to this today. Like, you know, I don't want to bring up the Kardashians for the millionth time, but uh, there is something to be said about that and whatnot. And you're you're so right. I mean, there is a lot of uh, kind of we're going to make an example out of someone we don't like just because, you know. They're who they are. So, right. But, yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't work. So on June 5th, 2007, Paris turns herself into the county jail. And on June 6, 2007, TMZ publishes a drawing that Paris Hilton has slipped Harvey Levin um, as she was being released from jail uh, due to overcrowding.
2: Right. And we should just note that this was a very short jail sentence, right? Like, how long was it?
3: Uh, It was not. It was like literally a
2: day. Something like that. It yeah. was like it's it, it usually it's just like we got to get her in and we got to get her out. It's almost like a press, like step and repeat for the LAPD. Or something. That's so true. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's just actually too much work to keep her there. Just in like, you know, for I guess for security reasons. And, right. And all totally. That. And there is also I mean, they cited
3: overcrowding, which I, I believe. Um, and, and she also says on June 7th that uh, after she's been reassigned to monitored house arrests for the next 40 days due to an undisclosed medical condition. And uh, E! News later claims that this is claustrophobia. But she actually... Uh, clears this up later and says it's it was due to anxiety and panic attacks, so. which would
2: make a lot of sense given like her history in like the the terrible teens like uh, totally ter- like, terror schools like it, it exactly. that probably sucked for her
3: <laughs> it did and I I watched the whole this is Paris doc and it was actually really good and um she yeah, does talk it. yeah <laughs> and she does talk about being like locked in a in a room in a tiny confined room and being beaten and stuff so yeah I, that makes a lot of sense uh, also I just want to. Briefly talk about the sketch that she made and gave to Harvey Levin. Um, it's of herself. She is dressed in, you know, what appears to be jail uh, clothing because it says the L.A. County Jail. She also has a, uh, an image of a, a payphone and a TV, one of those TVs that like hang, um, from the wall. And it's, it's Harvey Levin and he's on Larry King live apparently talking (laughs) about her and it's accompanied by a little note. And the note says, dear Harvey, I just wanted to thank you for your fair and unbiased reporting of the events. In my case, I truly appreciate it. I think TMZ is a great website because of its reputation for accurately reporting the facts. Thank you, Paris Hilton and all, all the little eyes, their hearts. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so so uh polite and like <laughs> gracious of her yes. also just like my drawing skills are terrible, but like <laughs> clearly she had a lot of time. She <laughs> on her did. Hands. I know because it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, like it's like she really like spent a lot of detail on her hair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she did, and the eyes are like
2: kind of that uh, popular anime style that yeah, was big in yeah. the 2000s. Like, I kinda, yeah, <laughs> it's weird how like even when you're like sort of a young teenage girl, like people adopt different things with like handwriting, and like yes! I was very big into notes then, so I just like yeah. recognize a lot of like sort of like this like that communication avenue as currency in this definitely, note definitely <laughs> definitely. it's just like hilar- it's made hilarious by the fact that it's to Paris Hilton or it's I, from Paris Hilton to Harvey 11 it's amazing it's true
3: I want to know where that note is today and um honestly, I hope he has it, it framed on, in his office I something. hope so too and then you know when he dies it can be part of his estate sale and maybe I'll buy it I don't know <laughs> Um. So, anyway, after all this, after uh, you know, on the seventh, she's reassigned. Well, on June eighth, she's actually ordered back to jail, which is oh, uh, too bad. I guess. Um, yeah. She was
2: pulled out of court crying for this
3: one. I, I know think. it's kind of messed up. I mean, it's uh, really terrible. You know, it's too bad. And then <laughs> she she actually stays there for a few weeks because on June twenty sixth, she is finally she is released. From jail for good behavior and overcrowding, and I just want to say that for all of you listening to this, you can actually go to Getty Images and type in Paris Hilton jail, and it will pop up. There's a whole album dedicated to this, and it's Paris Hilton out of jail after 23 days. Oh my god, yes! And her mom is like greeting her and Kathy. Stuff. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Now on our uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, so yep she's there and we also get to see for the first I remember seeing these photos and being like oh my god that is what she looks like without her blue contact lenses because she always wore those blue
2: contact lenses and she actually has brown eyes yeah she has like no fake eyelashes or anything in this and it's like it's almost jarring it's it's like (laughs) like, she looks great like no matter what she really pulls it together like that is um you know just like Paris Hilton. But, it is amazing. Yeah. Like it, it. Yeah. You can tell this is much more dressed down. She is wearing heels, mm-hmm. though.
3: <laughs> she is wearing
2: heels. That is true. She, But
3: she's got like she's she's looking like very demure and sweet. Uh, you know, again, she doesn't have the color contact. So she's rocking the own natural eyes. She has a braid and she's also wearing. Do you remember when the um like those structured this isn't even a blazer. It's more of like a shirt blazer uh they were really big i remember yeah with
2: cap sleeves and yes! stuff yes it's just it, it, you know that entire era like just the least flattering clothing i can think of but it's like business casual kind of you know sure yeah it's like i'm a woman about town right? yeah, exactly <laughs> but a casually because i'm young or something oh, i don't know oh god um, exactly. yeah. And she just like lays low for a few months after that. Right. Like she, she just, like really clearly doesn't want to go back to jail, which
3: uh, I don't blame her. So, um, yeah. yeah. And then on September 28th, she does make an appearance on the David Letterman show. Oh my God.
2: I hate this appearance. Well, I mean, I don't hate Do her you? for it, but sure. I just, like I think that David Letterman was like really mean to her. Like, he, yes. Yes, agreed. And
3: people are re-examining a lot of his interviews, which, I mean, you know, I, good, I guess. Uh, yeah,
2: given how he, like, ended up leaving television, I, I think it, right. it's, oh my it's god. in god, <laughs> It's but so true. I Like, basically, you can tell that, he, like, in the interview, he doesn't... Um, maybe her camp said, I don't want to talk about jail. But he immediately yeah. brings up jail, and she's clearly very uncomfortable by it. And he, like... She keeps saying, I, like, don't want to talk about this. It was clearly, like, dramatic for her. But, it, like, everyone in the on- audience is laughing. So it's it's sort of, like, to me, would be my worst nightmare. Like, I've done this, like, really embarrassing thing in my 20s, which is, like, I've done 10 million embarrassing things in my 20s. <laughs> and then, like, you have to be on, a like, a talk show where… A late night show where millions
3: of people are going to watch it. There are also, you know, hundreds of people in the audience. And you have to discuss, like, yes, th- again, I would… Simply pass away.
2: Yeah. But, you know, like she powers through it and she changes the subject (laughs) to like the businesses she's starting and like the. It's a great pivot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think that if we learn anything from this like flop era of Paris Hilton's, it's that like she immediately was like, oh, I need to like consolidate all of this power I've gained from being like a person in the tabloids. Yeah. and, And now use it to make tons of money.
3: It's true. And it's, it's honestly, it's impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, because what else are you supposed to, I mean, you can either, you know, let this debilitate you for the rest of your life or, you know, turn it into something else, which I think she definitely did. And definitely,
2: but you know, like no matter what, she's still a super privileged person who went of through course. a difficult thing in a public spotlight. So definitely. in that way, she's an easy target. And it's why, and like, that's why I love, That petition,
1: right? (laughs) To bring it back. Oh my
2: God. Because it's just like, it's so earnest in its (laughs) like, thought that like if if I just it's write this really nice note to the governor who might like might be a friend of a friend of a friend, right. like everything will be OK. <laughs> it's
3: it's so true. And again, like the uh, the fact that he invokes Gerald Ford and it's just like <laughs> I, it, there's so many elements to it that are it's just like like you were saying very much like a teen writing in high school about, you know, a certain subject. That's what it is. And it's it's really great. It's really good.
1: Oh, yeah. gosh. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience.
0: restrictions. All plaque. See website for details.
2: And there are parallel tracks here, right? There are two.
3: The one and only Miss Lindsay Lohan. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit about her
2: career? Yeah. So Lindsay became like her big breakout role. She'd been a teen star for a long time. I think I looked up her IMDB page and like, her very first role was on Sesame Street or something as oh, like really? a kid dressed as garbage. That's amazing. <laughs> Which is like a pretty great like first IMDb entry. It is. Um, and She got uh, her sad guard with that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and she became a big star with her breakout role in um, the 1998 Nancy Myers film Parent Trap. Literally one of my favorite movies to this day. It's so good. It's amazing. She plays twin girls who like discover that like that they have a sister at camp. And And she's British and also from America. I mean, she nails it.
0: She's a great actor. Nails it. She's amazing
2: in this movie. Yeah, totally. I literally thought she was a twin. Me me too. Somehow the twin was English. (laughs) Like like When I was watching that movie growing up. (laughs) <laughs> Me too! I was shocked
3: to find out it was one girl. Totally. She she
2: kills it in that role. Right. So she's 10. And after that, mm. she's just like cast as like, you know, in a lot of big roles. She's growing up in the spotlight. She was in Freaky Friday, which was like that body switching movie. Yes. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And then Mean Girls, which was just bigger than like anything. Like it, it was just a huge, unexpected hit. And that that's what really, truly made her like like the Hollywood darling, like, you know, on covers everything. But that also entered her into the world of like partying and clubs and paparazzi. And I don't Mm -hmm. know how much you know about Lindsay's background as well. But like, from what I understand, her parents weren't necessarily like emotional support systems for her. Yeah. Her dad was pretty bad. Yeah. I remember. And and there was a certain level of like exploitation in terms of uh, like her being a child actor.
3: Right. Like her mom was, I think her mom was like a former Rockette and stuff. And there was like a stage
2: mom kind of vibes coming yes. from her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Her mom was in the top a lot. Yes. Dina Lohan. Dina Lohan. And so imagine like the cameras descending on you, like you just yeah. becoming famous, having this whole world of clubs open up to you. Um. You're and, it's the era of Kitson in L.A. Uh, <laughs> oh, my! God. I mean,
3: we could do a whole other episode on Kitson. But I and I also remember at the time people were so obsessed with her body because she had, you know, I don't want to sound crude, but she had just like these natural big breasts and people I just remember people being obsessed with with her breasts yeah it started at a really uncomfortable time like exactly yeah it was really messed up not not like it's any
2: different now because i feel like that's happening on tiktok just through, like actually like through the means of like the teens themselves yeah (laughs) Um, definitely yeah but but it it was like weird like that is a theme that runs through like all mid-outs culture is like these girls were like Ten or eleven when they got famous, and almost immediately were sort of like set into, uh, um, like just like being super, and- super, super sexualized. Yeah, totally, totally. But like, yeah. yeah, Lindsay Lohan had a great body. Okay, so then comes May twenty-six, two thousand seven. It does. It does. She is. She's twenty at
3: the time, and she's arrested for driving under the influence in Beverly Hills after she loses control of her Mercedes-Benz convertible and she strikes a curb. And soon thereafter, she heads for the infamous Promises Rehab.
2: Yeah, and the, this is where that first mugshot came from. The
3: first mugshot.
2: Where she's kind of looking confused. She's she like, does look, yeah. Yeah. It's, and maybe just sort of like it's all sinking into her. It's like- Exactly,
3: right. And she has the blonde hair and usually, you know, she was famous for the red hair. Now she has the blonde hair and- uh, yeah, it's too bad. And, um, you know, do you remember? I, I'm like a weirdo, and I like remember all of her mugshots. But oh yeah,
2: because there would be like those slideshows where they would like show it evolving over time. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know where I like consumed this as a kid, but I would well, just like be clicking through to see all of them, and like sh- like it was everywhere. Slowly, like you can see maybe sort of like the, the innocence of right. Partying the effects and of partying in Hollywood, but yep. also the innocence sort of draining from her face. And then they totally like, a, a small smirk arriving. Yes.
3: Oh, God. And honest, I mean, you know, again, she looks great. I'm sorry. I know this. that's not the tone is I'm not striking a good tone, but um, <laughs> she does look great and she's rocking on uh, her last mugshot when she was 26. So this is years later after when we're talking about, but she's wearing a bomber jacket that looks nearly identical to the one she wore in the parent trap. I'm just like, wow, it comes full circle, you know? Yeah.
2: And it was significant to, I think, like anyone who became a super fan of hers from watching The Parent Trap. Like, mm. like, it sounds like it was an important movie for both of us. Oh, but like, yes. it was just sort of like, oh, my God, this is coming of age for an idol of mine that I've yeah. relate to in some way. And it was so just like deeply messy. It was and it was. Yep. I sh- I just need to know. I don't know how relevant this is, but like, 2007 was this like year of party and excess, and then 2008 was the Great Recession. <laughs> so that is such a good point. That's a yeah, great like, thing to point out. Th- they like in a way both Paris and Lindsay, and I think Lindsay more so, mm-hmm. like were. Holding a lot of like the symbolism of American excess and like yes. uncontrolled capitalism, like totally. on their shoulders, and our obsession with media and sexuality and all those things, like Definitely. on their shoulders, like they were embodying it. So, like, when this mugshot comes out, like, that's what I think of. I think of like America's on the brink of learning a lesson. <laughs> no, it's
3: so, and it also, it's like this is the tail end of the Bush years. We're coming into the Obama years. But and, you know, you have and I don't mean to get totally get into my childhood and adolescence, but, you know, the 2000s were a very formative time for me. I'm sure they were for you as well. But, you know, that's like post 9-11. We're we're still, you know, within 10 years of 9-11 and the Iraq and Afghanistan wars and everything. And there is that, like you're saying, kind of overlying excess kind of narrative being played here and anything to distract us from certain things.
2: Completely. The the unfortunate thing about this arrest was she's 20 years old and she really only had like a, a week or two until her 21st Literally. birthday. Literally. Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. And I do want to mention, you know, at the time, sorry, this isn't funny. Um, it, May twenty eighth. So like a couple of days after all the the arrest happens, Svedka, which was supposed to be sponsoring her 21st birthday in Vegas,
2: decides
3: to pull out. And that's when you know it's real.
2: Yeah, not a good look for a vodka brand to to no. be there at no. that moment. So. <laughs> yeah, um, though maybe these days they would probably like it. Um, <laughs> like true. I feel like there were like weird standards back then that like brands have just completely abandoned. It's so
3: true. It's so true. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And then on July second, two thousand seven, she turns twenty one. So she does turn twenty one. Uh, like you said, <laughs> like literally a week after, and then. At the end of the month, July 24th, 2007, she is arrested again on suspicion of driving under the influence, driving on a suspended license and possession of cocaine.
2: Yeah. And again, in this situation, it's just sort of like if it happens once, I would like for you to get a driver. And, you know, I've I've looked like I've looked on old paparazzi videos and sometimes they do. I just think that these are like late night decisions being made. Like totally just totally. You know what I mean? Like That is a thing that happens in the world. Like people make stupid late night decisions. Yes. And like, I think this is a great instance of that. (laughs) It is. And same with like the because I do believe what
3: Elliot Mintz said about her had one margarita and she just wanted to fill her stomach on something like that is very believable to me.
2: Yeah, like the Paris Hilton thing for sure. Yes,
3: exactly. No,
2: totally. I mean, Elliot Mintz also is like a wild person. Like if you don't know who Elliot Mintz is, like Google his face. Like it's yes! the original orange raisin. Like I, and he's also famously the publicist was the publicist oh for John and Yoko. Ooh, um, so he's oh, been around that. Yeah, been around the biz, but yeah, so it, it's a second time and uh, really uh, like this is a kind of a sad moment for Lindsay, I think, right. because. She Like, she really had a chance to be, like, super critically acclaimed as an actress. Totally. She had the talent. She had the fame. But she's not doing well here. She doesn't have a support system. And now she's, like, booking movies that are kind of tanking. Like, I think in 2007, she was working on Georgia Rule. Oh. And yeah. uh I Know Who Killed Me. Um, which is available on Hulu now. I just oh, good so, to know. Yeah. I've actually never seen it, but I remember I haven't either, both were critically like panned, sort of panned yeah. and didn't do well at the box office. They
3: didn't. And, and I do remember, sorry, not to totally interrupt you. Go but, ahead. Um, uh, do you remember when A Prairie Home Companion came out? And it was in, I think, 2006. Yes. June 9th, 2006. And it was directed by Robert Altman. And it had Meryl Streep was in it. And she had a role. And and I remember there was a W cover of her and Meryl Streep. And it was just like, you know, the comparisons to Meryl Streep. Like, is Lindsay the new Meryl? Which I know
2: sounds crazy now, but back then it really wasn't. It really wasn't. That's just a ton of pressure. That's just like, if you don't have... If you're just not equipped to like handle any of those things and all of a sudden things are not mm. going well in your career, it's, it's like totally. the, the thing that's going to happen is you lose it more.
3: <laughs> exactly. And like you were saying before, I mean, it doesn't seem like she had the best support either. And that is hard, too, once you've skyrocketed to fame and you don't really have the best people behind you. so Right. So then... On August 23rd, 2007, she pleads guilty to misdemeanor uh, cocaine use and driving under the influence. She's sentenced to an alcohol education program, community service, and one day in jail. And she's given three years probation. So this all uh, comes to a head on November 15th in 2007, a few months later. And she spends 84 minutes in the same jail that Paris Hilton was in as well, the Linwood County Jail.
2: This to me is sort of like, did you ever do like, oh, God, I forget what it was called in high school, but it's like where they like kill people for a day on campus. Oh, uh, my, like, or they from, do the drunk drive and they yeah, have every a, every 60 in- minutes or something. I forget yes. what it's called. Every, yes. Yeah. That I was, was part of that. Yeah. I was one of oh, the kids you who were, was killed. You were one yeah. of the actors? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh my I God. know, right? That's, that's, that's really intense. <laughs> it was really intense. It was, like, crazy. But it's this, to me, seems like the same exercise. Thankfully, oh I was God. not the person. There was, like, one person who actually, like, died in the car crash. Everyone else was sort of, like, removed symbolically. But there was, like, one oh, nice. person in our school who was, like, chosen to was die. Chosen to the and they had person? to visit yeah. the morgue. <laughs> it's oh, just, like, what? That's really scary. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, you're um, the lucky one who gets to go to the morgue, oh <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but to me, like keeping Lindsay Lohan in jail for 84 minutes is sort of like that, like a version of like like trying to scare someone into good behavior. Yeah, scared straight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, yeah, they have yeah, a whole yeah. show about that now. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're so right, and
3: you know, and later they talk about. Um, you know, if anyone is familiar with the bling ring, which we did an episode on that earlier, but, uh, Lindsay was one of the houses or people that were burglared and Alexis Nyers again, uh, she spent, uh, I think, I don't know. Again, it was, Lindsay was there for 84 minutes. So Alexis was there and she heard Lindsay in the cell over like crying, I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just like a crazy. Th- I mean, just 2007. Once again, a crazy moment.
3: Of Seriously, culture. and everyone's going to the Linwood <laughs> County Jail. Never been, but maybe I should make a <laughs> I know, there. right? All the stars are going.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, so that is kind of it. Um, let's kind of pivot to some takeaways here. I know we briefly talked this uh, talked about this before, but this is a great one. The Uber, Uber people. Uber didn't exist then. They could have really it's- used it. They really could have. They really could have. And like it's as simple as that. It's it's as simple as that. But again, like it, you know, it's just why didn't they hire a permanent driver? But you know, like we were talking about. It's just I you just make
2: yeah. one dumb mistake. Suburban California <laughs> yes. like ballet girl decisions. <laughs> yes. Like that's it's that's it's it's happened to the best of us here in California.
3: It's so true. It's so true. Um, I guess I wanna ask you this. Why do you think we were so I guess fascinated? By this, as I guess myself and and you and and just everyone in general, what is so fascinating about them and these women and and their continued, you know, legal troubles or just troubles in general?
2: I would say that there's a kind of a gross instinct of human beings, which is like Mm -hmm. you know, sort of just to rubberneck a little. Like, I think, and that's a great uh, point. I. Also recognized that I was just such an intense consumer of media. I mean, look at us. We ended up in media. Dude. <laughs> these right? are they, we were reading these petitions <laughs> as if they were the Magna Carta. <laughs> like, of course, it's true. We yeah. were we were also uh, internalizing the messages this media gave us. And like it was just really misogynistic. Like, it I was. think there was a real sort of bitterness towards like Brittany, Paris, a, a harshness and a bitterness towards Brittany, Paris, Lindsay Like, they're all 20 year olds. They all, you know, people think they're vapid and they're having ridiculous fights. And maybe they are vapid and they're having ridiculous fights, but everyone is vapid and having ridiculous fights when they're 20. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there there is, there's just no version of life where you're not doing that. So, like, I think that, but we like sort of directed our ire towards like Mm -hmm. sort of the grossness of like, celebrity culture and wealth at them because it seemed like they were inviting it. And they were in a way because they just were didn't know what to do and they, like yeah. they didn't really have much guidance. This was unprecedented. Like media was at a peak. You could get like a million dollars from just photographing Paris Hilton. It like in a single That's night. so wild. Like the the frenzy that that creates is Actually, just like hard to understand to be in the center of that. So I think it's like, why do we care about this misogyny? Because it represented in culture. Because also, like nowadays, I think it's become sort of idolized in the sense Mm -hmm. that Gen Z really loves like like a messy it girl, yeah, who's who's dissociated from her trauma. (laughs) Like they are a little bit more woke when it comes to completely, completely. But it, they, they choose out these icons in the same way they like love Mitski mm-hmm. for being a sad girl. It's sort of like oh my God. it's fun to be a tragic mess in her flop era because it's so true. Everyone feels a certain level of like depravity and sadness. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: There's like a weird relatability there. And you're like, yeah, you know, or what was one of, one of my favorite lines was uh, if Britney can survive 2007, you can survive today.
2: Yeah, yeah, like or, it's yeah. true though. It
3: <laughs> like is, yeah, it is. It's very true. Yeah, I know. It's so, and also I think it's interesting too to look at this in context to like social media because we didn't have social media back then. We had MySpace. We—that's true. <laughs> well, that is. That's a great point. We did have MySpace. Um, but it was almost like you know, it, it's easy to control your image. I feel like nowadays with social media and you can feed the public what you want. And even, you know, again, I I'm sorry, I keep on bringing up this freaking family every single episode of this show. um, The Kardashians, where they, they have their own show to feed us whatever narrative they want to feed us, you know? And again, a lot of times, and people don't even realize it, I feel like. And, I, and I'm part of the problem, too. Where it's like you just consume it
2: and not realize that this has been all like kind of a PR ploy, you know? Absolutely. I mean, the Kardashians, are worthy of bringing up for most of these episodes because they cracked the code. They did, (laughs) yes. In terms of control, they understood that if they had the platform in their hand, if Mm -hmm. they were producers on their own reality show, if they were the the person who could log into their Instagram account, if even Myspace, Kim Kardashian was on Myspace, they would be able to control what photos were published, what pieces of gossip were out there, all of those things. Whereas like, like the paparazzi was just capturing, like, kind of like raw twenty somethings being raw, ridiculous. yes,
1: and so true.
2: If you look at the paparazzi of TikTokers now, which I've spent a lot of time doing because yeah. of, I'm working on a, a forthcoming yeah. podcast, about so it. excited! Yes, um, it's a little bit more controlled because they understand what's going on here, and yes, uh, definitely they understand it as a vehicle to becoming more famous. And I think yes. Paris and Lindsay understood that. But Mm -hmm. they didn't have much control over it. And at a a certain point, it just like, you know, went off the rails. It did. You're right. Um, And I just, you know, I'm so
3: fascinated by that aspect. And then also the relationship between the both of them, which um, if you don't mind, we can talk about briefly. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) ugly. It is ugly. I mean, it's weird because they were they were quote unquote friends, I guess. I don't know what exactly happened. There was an incident. If you recall, in May of 2006, when Paris Hilton's uh, good friend Brandon Davis, who dated Misha Barton and was the heir, he was an heir to something to like I an think oil Like fortune. an oil magnate, yeah, like right. And he was also notoriously very oily. Um, yeah,
2: like he looked like moist he, he, at all yes, times. Yes. I super remember, like his hair looked like it had never been washed. Exactly.
3: <laughs> He's always had like a little sheen to him. Um, he, you know, I think he's uh, drunk probably, and he says like he calls Lindsay a fire crotch, which is obviously not. Uh, don't say that. That's a really derogatory and a horrible thing to say. And Paris kind of and there's a video of it on TMZ, and Paris is just kind of laughing in the background, and it's yeah, it's pretty sick, yeah.
2: Yeah, that kicks off just a whole saga between them. Like, it's, and this, yeah, this is around 2006 because they're on, they're like out partying in like West Hollywood, like on the circuit. Yes. Which
3: is another interesting thing. And I was reading this other article about how, you know, young Hollywood or Hollywood in general would go out to bars and clubs, which they, I mean, they still do, but I feel like it's not as documented almost anymore, except for, you know, on Instagram and whatnot. But this was like, you know, they were getting them out of the clubs drunk and they were saying whatever they wanted to say, which was uh, fascinating.
2: Yeah, totally. And so like maybe a small like disagreement. I don't know. It's really cruel to like like that guy went on a whole rant. He even said something slightly racist about who she was dating at the time. Oh God. Yeah. Like so that just kicked off like a ton of back and forth because like, you know, if you're out drunk, you're like, in your, like, whatever darkest, deepest feeling you're having is going <laughs> right. to come out, like, in a way that it's not when you're sober. <laughs> totally, yeah.
3: And later, Lindsay, again, is, you know, she's getting into a car. <laughs> they uh, There's video of her maybe calling Paris the C-word and then immediately going, I never said that. Paris is my friend, which has become a whole meme. You can find it uh, readily available on Twitter. Um, and then in November of 2006... They are photographed Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, and Britney Spears getting into a car all together. And there was a really
2: iconic New York
3: Post headline, Bimbo Summit.
2: Yes. Well, and this was also the era of them like not wearing any underwear. Underwear. Yes. I do
3: remember
0: that as well.
2: <laughs> There's like, I don't know if you've read that Patricia Lockwood book that's about Twitter. Um, no, but it it's, it's great. Uh, And she she has like a very poetic line about how like that image sort of encapsulates America. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But that whole bimbo summit, quote unquote, bimbo summit, like, you know, talk about misogyny in the tabloids for like naming it that. That summit was orchestrated by Elliot Mintz. Oh my gosh, was it? Yeah, it all comes back to him because I think that that was, wasn't that the night that like I oh my god now, now I'm really getting into the weeds here there are no, so many it. nights but like wasn't that the <laughs> night that like get her yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was like outside of her apartment and she goes up to the paparazzi and she shows them a bruise and they're like Paris Hilton like she's like Paris Hilton hit me with a bottle here oh my night. god and then later that night yes uh she walks like she sort of joins with Britney and Paris and Britney and Paris had recently become friends. Right. And and then she gets in the car with them and she was just like, Paris didn't hit me. Like Paris is literally saying, tell them the truth. She's yeah, like I'm, kind of me- right. menacing. And <laughs> she's like, Paris didn't hit me. That. We've known each other since we were 15. Paris is my good friend or something along those lines. Yes, you're so right.
3: And And then later, I think Paris talked about that night and she said, I don't know why Lindsay Lohan
2: just decided to come into the car. <laughs> yeah, 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 she said okay. that she crashed her party or something. Anyway, like yeah, it, it, this stuff runs deep because it's like so didn't deep. someone like ask her about it like recently and she said a really mean thing about Lindsay Lohan? Yes. So and later on, and I love you know what I will
3: say this: Watch What Happens Live is such a fun show, and they get <laughs> like some of the best, almost underreported gossip. Um, it's amazing. Um. So in May 2019, Paris appears on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And she's asked to say three nice things about uh, Lindsay Lohan. And Paris pauses and she says she is beyond lame and embarrassing. So, OK, so the feud is, is still on in 2019. But um, and then in 2020, it is reported that someone has written a script <laughs> called Frenemy that is based on their friendship. Um I think it's on the blacklist and which is just <laughs> I can't wait for this movie. I will say that. Um it's fascinating. People are are still I mean we're talking about it. So, yeah, people are still fascinated by all this. And again, it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, we're all reexamining everything from the 2000s once again. So, of course, it's, you know, going to be made into a movie. Um and then January of 2022. So, Obviously, you know, only a few months ago, Paris once again appears on Watch What Happens Live and she decides, you know, she's turned over a new leaf. She says, uh, she's asked by Andy where she stands with Lindsay now, and she's like, you know, we're not in high school anymore. I think it was just very immature, and now everything is all good. She's engaged, I'm married, etc., etc., etc. So,
2: yeah. They, I guess they finally buried the hatchet or at least just become mature enough not to talk I, about each other in the press. I, yeah, exa- <laughs> I think, yes. <laughs> the latter, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was also, I like, I think there was bad blood between them because, like...
3: There, Stavros?
2: Yeah, like, there was the boyfriend stealing
3: thing or something. The whole like, Stavros-Niarchos thing, again, could be another episode, but right. uh, it's... Just Google Stavros-Niarchos, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and, and also Mary-Kate...
2: Olson. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she dated a couple of her exes, but it just honestly, I, I just relate to some of what they went through because sure. like everyone was so messy in their twenties, and it's so it, true. It it's just like thank God that I didn't have a camera following me around during <laughs> that time. That's that all is, I can think of.
3: That is the main takeaway here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and that's why they they both of them hold like kind of a little sweet spot for me, you know, because just like you know, been there, done that, and I you know, again, they're part of my adolescence, I guess.
2: Um, yeah, and it takes a lot of grace to like sort of return to society after uh, that. We, before truly, the call, we were talking about shame and how it's important to have Yes, it, so. yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> in some form. <laughs> um, but like, I like, I think that it's sort of like accepting that that happened in your life, but still remaining a public figure to some extent yeah. is, requires a lot of, um, strength that I don't know <laughs> if I would have had. I don't think I have thick enough skin for it. No, because, you
3: know, people are bringing up stuff that they used to do all the time to them, I'm sure, like on comments yeah. and whatnot. So you're right. It does take a certain strength that I, I know I don't have. Um, <laughs> so where are they now? Uh, Paris. Well, she just got married to I think his name is Carter Room. They seem happy. Uh, she had a short-lived Netflix show where she tried to resurrect her dumb blonde persona from the simple life, and then it got canceled, so that didn't really work out well for her. But um, like we were talking about before, she also also had a successful YouTube documentary called "This Is Paris," which we both watched. Yeah, and I think liked.
2: Yeah, she has like a true emotional journey on it. With like, and it it felt real to me. I mean, it, it definitely felt like. Uh, controlled (laughs) but it felt real
3: (laughs) it did yeah definitely and you know she's apparently still she's trying to make uh sliv did you hear about that she's trying to make the word sliv happen now wait what does
2: sliv stand for
3: i think she she literally just added an s onto the word live and now she she wants she's been trying to make this happen for the like live the club I get. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, like, live your life. I think, like, live oh. sliv
2: it up. I don't. Oh, yeah. my God. is live That's how broken my that. brain is that I'm like, <laughs> oh, are you that. referencing live the club? <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> live in Miami? No. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, okay. I see. Sliv. And it's yeah. what does the S for it stand for again?
3: All I know is that she has been selling it on T-shirts for the past five years and has been trying to make it happen. And it's, and it's just it's that's hot, but it's Slive, like slive your best life. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, she literally
2: just added an <laughs> S onto the word live. So, I think mm-hmm. you're gonna need to, gonna need to be more innovative than that <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to yeah. get my attention. Just, just tr- <laughs> truly.
3: Um, and then Lindsay Lohan, she, uh, I'm so happy for her because she's gonna be starring in a new Netflix holiday rom com with um, Court Overstreet from Glee. There were pictures put out uh, last Amazing. year. I know it's really. She looks great. She also has a podcast now. uh, And I I saw that she did her most recent episode with Bobby from uh, Queer Eye, which is exciting. And she is
2: engaged and she lives overseas in Dubai, which,
3: you know, I think that's good.
2: Good for her. Yeah. She's adopted that European expat uh, accent a la Um, Madonna and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Sometimes you got to do it. (laughs) And uh, true. I remember during my, like, most recent real, like, vivid memory of her during quarantine was, like, Mm -hmm. I was on that, you know, the audio app, Clubhouse. Yes. That's sort of became popular during quarantine and then like stopped yeah. being popular. <laughs> yes. At one point she was in a room with what? Per- Perez Hilton. Yeah. And she was like, Whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And that like the whole sort of tagline of the room was like she was going to share new music. She was going to play it. Oh, shit. But she, she was like having so much trouble playing like she couldn't play it. <laughs> she was having like technical difficulties. <laughs> That's so relatable. I love it. <laughs> I know. And like I don't think I ever got to hear the song, but it was Damn. just like one of those you know, one of the many nights I stayed. And during quarantine, I remember like spending it with Paris Hilton or I per, love that per, with Perez Hilton per- and uh Lindsay Lohan. That's great. I love that. Yeah. You know, I think
3: now that you mentioned it, I do remember she came out with like a dance club be kind of song. And, you know, yeah. And she had that reality TV show in Greece. <gasps> right. Yeah, the Lohan Beach House Mykonos, which yeah. I think got shut down because of the pandemic, unfortunately, before yeah. I could stop by. But um, yeah, but I I am really banking on her Netflix holiday deal. I'm I'm really excited for her. You know? Yeah, me too. I'll definitely watch them. <laughs> Same. So okay, well, this is really fun. Do you have any uh, final
2: final words you want to say about this? I I'm really glad you had me on to talk about this important moment in history. Me and too. This has been great. <laughs> Just like 2007. There's never going to be another year like it. Oh my! You can. Ah, uh, it's so
3: true. And and part of me is like. Thank God, but again, I you know it's fun to look back. It's really fun to look back. So thank you so much to my co-host Alyssa Bereznek. Thank you so much to our producer Kaya McMullen, and we will be back. So stay tuned for more from Pop Culture History Lesson on the Ringer Dish. Thanks, Amelia.